I think life is too short to be sitting at home, you know, creating content all day long, every single day when like that's not that's not why people became business owners, you know. Have you ever felt burnt out, stressed out or simply done with the overwhelming amount of content you feel you need to create for your business? Trust me, you are not alone. The content creation rat race is something that I think many of us have struggled with, myself included. But fear not, because today we have a remarkable guest who is on a mission to change that narrative. I'm thrilled to introduce Anna Schild, a content repurposing queen who is here to revolutionize the way you approach content in your business. She understands the challenges and frustrations that come with content creation and is determined to liberate entrepreneurs from this exhausting cycle. Get ready for a conversation that will transform the way you think about content as she shares insights, experiences, and strategies to help you break free from the content creation hamster wheel and dive into a life of freedom. So let's jump in and discover a new, more empowering approach to content creation with our incredible guest, Anna Schild. Hello, and welcome to the Brand Nurture Podcast, the show that's all about expanding what's possible and building a brand and a life you can't wait to wake up to. I'm your host, Emily Cecile, brand designer and marketing strategist, here to encourage you to build a brand that allows you to share your passion while enabling you to live your life outside of it. Through marketing, branding, mindset, and more, each week I'll be pulling back the curtain to provide sustainable strategies, inspiring insights, and transformative tales to help you grow your brand, claim your dream life, and realize that you are not alone. Grab a cup of coffee and join me as we explore what it takes to build a brand and a life you love. This the Brand Nurture Podcast. Anna, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk with you today. So before we dive too much in, can you tell us a little bit about your journey, what led you to start your business and yeah, what you're all about? Yeah, so I've been in business now essentially for like three years. I started in 2020, but before the whole pandemic started. And what essentially led me to starting an online business is, so I was working as an executive assistant in a corporate job back in the U.S. And I actually like really enjoyed doing assistant type of tasks, really loved it. But I was doing long distance with my partner. So I was in the U.S. He was in Germany. And so I knew that eventually, like, I wanted to be living in Europe. I didn't want to spend my whole life living in the U.S., obviously wanted to be together with him. And so I was just, like, doing research online, like, trying to figure out, okay, what can I do to where I can have a job living in Europe, but I didn't want to work in an office over there because, like, all of my friends and family live in the U.S. Like, I want to be able to have time to go back and visit if there's a wedding or a party or anything like I just didn't want to be constricted to vacation days or like a work schedule like I wanted to be able to have the freedom to come and go from whatever country I wanted to be in at the moment and so I just like learned I did some research online found out there's a thing called being a virtual assistant and I like didn't look back I was like okay this is what I'm gonna do I took a course I did that course for about six months and once I finished it was like like January, February of 2020. And then I left that corporate job in the US, packed up all my things, moved to Germany, officially started my job. Yeah, like officially started my business and have been doing it ever since. But yeah, like so when I started, I was doing, you know, general admin tasks, but I've been repurposing really since day one because 
I just didn't realize it was repurposing. Like I had always started, I was working with a lot of podcasts, doing a lot of blog writing, doing a lot of social media. And like I would take someone's podcast and they'd be like, okay, now write an email about the podcast and write it a blog or, you know, write social media posts. And so I just didn't realize at the time it was repurposing. And after having done it for a while, I was like, oh, okay, this is a thing. People aren't really talking about this thing. I think I want to talk about it. And so I just like went full niche into content repurposing. And that's been like what I've been focusing in for the past little over two years now. So that's that's how I've gotten to where I am today in a nutshell, so to say. Nice. So it's really a natural evolution. You saw that it was something that people weren't talking about enough and then made it your thing, which I love. So for those who don't already know, can you break down in basic terms what is content repurposing? Yeah, essentially it is like where you like in its most basic form, like where you are taking one piece of content and you're just going to break that up into different other pieces of content. So like, for example, if you have a blog post, then you could take that blog post and repurpose it into a social media post. You could repurpose it into an email. You could repurpose it into a script to be what you're talking about on a podcast. So it's Really where you are like leveraging one piece of content, maximizing the value that's inside of it, what you're talking about inside of it, and just putting that out there into different forms of content. So how I like to say it, it allows you to work smarter, not harder. That's why I love love repurposing so much. Yeah, I think that that is the name of the game for this like we all want to be everywhere but realistically if you're running a small business like you know a lot of my audience is that's just you there's you and maybe one team member and you can't do all the things all the time it's not practical and it's not sustainable so content repurposing really does allow you to maximize the effort you're putting in yeah yeah 100 percent. i and i couldn't believe that more people, I mean, I think now I'm seeing it be so much more popular online. Like there's a lot more business owners and entrepreneurs talking about it. But really, when I first started, I didn't, I didn't really see people talking about it. Like even in the virtual assistant course that I did, there was a module on how to repurpose content, but it was from the like perspective of how to repurpose content. So like it would save me as a service provider time. And so when I had learned that, I was like, okay, so this is like a secret that like people are doing, but like we're not really like talking about it. Like no one really wants to know the trick as to how people are like making reels every day and doing all of these things. And I was like, I'm not here to gatekeep. Like it's obviously like, you know, it's out there. I didn't invent content repurposing, but like it's, I thought it was worth, I didn't think it, I think life is too short to be sitting at home, you know, creating content all day long, every single day when like that's not that's not why people became business owners, you know? Yeah, exactly. It takes a lot of the pressure away, I think, for like you said, just having to constantly create content and you can actually focus on the areas of your business that you started it to begin with, what you're really passionate about rather than I mean, most people didn't start their business to do the marketing side of things. It's just one of the things that comes along with you know, running a small business, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than, you know, the main benefit of saving time, what would you say is like the main benefits of content repurposing? 
I would say definitely visibility because it allows you to be showing up in different platforms that maybe you weren't as comfortable to be showing up on. Like, for example, if maybe you are creating reels for Instagram, like that's your favorite platform, you could repurpose those to be posting on YouTube or to be posting on TikTok or, you know, on another video, short form video platform. And maybe you're not ready to be like, okay, I'm going to like be a YouTuber now and I'm going to start making, you know, these different types of content for these specific platforms. Like I think it definitely allows you to kind of like dip your toe into getting onto different platforms. Then you can learn from there like, okay, so I've been putting, I've been, you know, like directly distributing my reels onto YouTube. Here's the ones that are doing good. Am I enjoying putting things on YouTube? Is this fun? Is this something that I actually do want to start doing? And so it just allows you to, you know, be seen in different areas because not, you know, everybody has different favorite social media platforms or some people who still are really loving Pinterest and are showing up on Pinterest all the time. And that's where they're finding coaches and finding people they want to work with. And so, you know, not everyone is looking on Instagram or looking on Facebook. So just getting into different, getting onto different platforms. And also kind of along with that is the like accessibility of it. And everyone has like a different learning style and like a style as to how they like digest content and consume content. And for me, I am a reader. I still read blog posts. I love to read blog posts. That is my favorite type of content to consume. But for other people, they might prefer to listen to a podcast. That's how they're going to get, you know, information in. Or they want to watch a video and be able to skim through that. So when you have content in these different forms, you really are able to tend to everyone, make sure everyone is, you know, like being represented. Everyone is able to learn from whatever it is that you're putting out there. And then since you're doing it in different forms, if you have it in writing, if you have it in an audio, if you have it in in a video, then obviously you're doing those on all those different platforms. So that, you know, ties in with the with the visibility aspect. So I mean, there's so many different benefits I could go on, but those those are like my top top two, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. It makes your content much more accessibility friendly. Like there's not one specific learner type there's so many different types and like you said you know having that in different variations just allows you to really cater to everyone really which I think is a really nice way to focus on it you know it's not just benefiting me as a business owner it's benefiting my audience as well yeah yeah 100 percent so when it comes to repurposing content would you say that you focus on content that people have already made previously or do people send you stuff that they're creating you know, in the moment going forward, how does that work? And would you say there's a time cap on if you created a piece of content, say a year ago, you know, is it still as relevant to repurpose that today? Could you expand on that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's really kind of split in half between if I'm like repurposing from past content or like repurposing from new content. And I found it's really just depends on whatever season of business my clients are in. If they like don't have any, you know, live programs going on, they aren't in a launch or anything, and they just are like kind of wanting to take a step back, then I am repurposing from their past content. That way they can really not have to worry about showing up. 
I can repurpose from things that they've already shared. And then that's their content bank that they can go in and schedule and have ready to post, you know, for the next three months or so. But typically with my clients where I'm like repurposing content in the moment as they are creating it, that is generally with like a lot of podcasters, like if you're putting out a podcast every single month or every single week, or like clients who have Facebook groups that maybe they're doing like a live training, you know, every other week, things like that. So it really, yeah, depends on if you are in a season to where you're like, okay, I'm showing up, I'm social, I'm online all the time. I want to go ahead and get this repurposed. Or if you're like, I'm just trying to step, take a step back, you know, like for the summer months, if you're like, I don't really want to be showing up all the time, I want to be laying out at the pool or on the beach, then can go back and repurpose from past content. But in terms of if it has like a lifespan, I think it depends on like what your goals are in business and like what you want to be promoting, you know, in the next few months. Because if you it doesn't make sense to go back and repurpose something from a course that you did last year, if you don't really want to be promoting that course, you know, at all in the future, if it isn't something that's evergreen, but Really, my favorite way to repurpose is actually repurposing from past content because like, you know, I am able to go through and kind of see like what the hidden gems are and you can look at analytics and be able to have a good idea as to what's going to perform well. But also why I like to go back through past content is because a lot of like when we are getting new people into our community, whether you're having new email subscribers, new followers, new podcast listeners, they aren't like going back through and like searching through what you've been posting for the past six months. Like, you know, they'll scroll for a little bit, but like they definitely aren't seeing what you, you know, said a year ago, like that graphic that you posted that you loved or like an email that you sent six months ago that was awesome. Like they did not see that. They didn't get that. And so that's why I really like going through past content and like re refreshing that for the new people who are coming through to your audience that missed that when you first posted it or like it's it's never bad to get a refresher on that if they loved it when you posted it six months ago they're definitely still gonna like it now and probably could have used the reminder of it yeah it's so true they say that what is it? so that quote something you need to see something seven times for it to really stick in your brain and although it can feel like you're repeating yourself when you're creating the content yourself, people aren't noticing every single thing that you're putting out. And we think way too much that they are. And yeah, that having that, like you said, whether they've seen it before or not, the reminder is great. And for the people that didn't see it, you're not having to do everything. It's just a case of finding new ways to create the same message, which, yeah, I think, you know, it's saving time. It's saving energy. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think so that point of like people thinking that they're talking about the same thing all the time. I mean, if you are like establishing yourself, you do need to talk about the same thing all the time. Otherwise, people aren't going to recognize as you being the person who is the brand designer or who is the website designer. Like if you aren't talking about the same thing all the time, then people don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You need, You know, we need to make sure that we're the go-to people for whatever we're the go-to people for. And in order to do that, you need to say the same message, just find new ways to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. So if someone in my audience was looking to set up a framework to repurpose content themselves moving forward, 
say they write a blog post every week, how could they set up some sort of framework to repurpose that successfully? Yeah, so I would say go ahead and just like sit down and do it once you are already doing the main content creation. Because I know, so like I said, for me, I really like to go back and repurpose from old content. But a lot of the people that I talk to, they're like, I don't want to take the time to like go through and review shit and like, like that. They're like, no, I'm not going to do that. If I didn't do it when I made it, I'm not going to go back and do it in three months. So just do it while you are sitting down in that moment, because it's already going to be then fresh in your mind. And yeah, take start with whatever piece of like pillar content you are creating from. So when I say pillar content, I mean like whatever that first piece of content you are creating. So like you said, a blog post and and everybody has, you know, pieces of content that they feel most familiar with creating, that they really enjoy creating. That's their, you know, safe spot, their comfortable spot and repurpose from there. For me, I find it easier when I am repurposing like in the moment new content to start with a long form piece of content first and then break it down into shorter pieces from there. That way, when I've like sat down and done the bulk of like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to record a podcast episode that's, you know, 15, 20 minutes long on something. I've already got everything right there for me, like in that transcript or in the video, if I recorded it, then it's just a matter of breaking it down into the smaller pieces versus if you just like wrote a quick Instagram post and then you're like, okay, how do I like expand on this to make it a blog post or to make it a podcast episode? So my my suggestion is to start with the bigger picture and then break it down into the smaller, the smaller pieces of content. Yeah, I've had that quite a few times where like you write an Instagram post and you think, oh, this is a really good one. Maybe I could turn this into a blog post and then you actually go to do it and you're like, really wish I was doing this the other way around because yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So what would you say are the most typical platforms that you're repurposing onto for people at the moment? Yeah, I mean, right now, like the short form video content is definitely what everybody wants to be part of. So doing, you know, a lot with Instagram reels, putting those, you know, doing YouTube shorts, even putting them onto Pinterest is like the idea pins. And then I also have been doing a lot recently with like podcast scripts. So like if someone has a blog post that maybe they shared a while that's been getting a lot of traction and then repurposing that into scripts that they can use, because then once we have, like I was just saying, a longer script of a podcast script, then that can be broken up to be like, okay, here's you know, a one minute script that you could share and have as a framework that you could use to talk on your stories one day, or you could use that to talk on an Instagram reel. So yeah, I would say scripts and short, short form video are are what I'm seeing the most popular right now. I mean, in just social media posts are always just always going to be circulating through there. Yeah. And for example, say we have that long form piece of content as a kind of rough guide, I guess. How many pieces of content would you usually turn that into for a client? Yeah, I would say it It also kind of depends on the like 
branding and content available that that client has. Like if they have a lot of like, you know, they've done photo shoots and they've got a lot of content and branding of their own and maybe they've got some video that they've been creating. They've got B-roll. They have different things like really. Oh, my gosh, you could easily make like 10 plus pieces of content from that. But if you are working with and this is really like in terms of design, because I do I do graphics and like the creation of it as well, not just the copy and writing portion. So like with copy, I mean, especially with blog posts, I always say like each of your like main point paragraphs, like that could be a post in itself. Then you could turn you can make a carousel post, you know, doing all of the different things plugged into one. That's like four posts right there. Then you could have all the tips like pop up on a reel. That could be another thing. You could talk about it on Instagram, you know, on your stories as like a mini training. You'd be like, hey, here's three tips to, I don't know, update your website or update the SEO on your website, something like that. I mean, what is that? Like six down seven? I don't know. I wasn't really keeping count. But I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of different different ways. It just really depends on how how creative you you want to get with it. Amazing. So what would you say are some common mistakes that you see people making when it comes to repurposing content? What are yeah. the big ones? Yeah. I mean, just flat out like one, like not doing it because all these reasons of thinking, okay, I don't I've already said this once, like, why do I need to say it again? But like most of the time, you probably don't even really remember that you said it. That's why I like to go back through my feed and go back through past content that I shared because I'll be like, oh, okay, like I haven't said that in six months, but like I remember making that graphic or making that post. It was really fun to do. People liked it. If I forgot that I shared that, then like other people definitely forgot that I shared that as well. And also feeling like you need to have audio con- audio or video content to be able to repurpose, like thinking like you need to be, you know, having a podcast or you need to be having, you know, YouTube videos or being a video creator to repurpose. But you can repurpose from, you know, copy to copy. Like I said, you can repurpose from a blog post and have turn that into an Instagram post. You can repurpose from an email newsletter. And turn that into an Instagram post or turn that into an email. Like, you know, you don't have to be, you know, showing up in all these areas at the beginning. Like that is definitely a goal to work towards. But if you are right now just showing up on Instagram and you're just recording a couple stories and you're just, you know, making making graphics and making posts on there. You can still repurpose that. You don't need to be someone who's like showing up and having a podcast and turning that into audiograms and then putting that onto somewhere else. Like, of course, that's fabulous, but you can still repurpose from copy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's easy to write something off because you're not doing one thing. We've all got those stories going on in our head and you're like, oh, if I, if, you know, if I don't have the video, then I can't do this and I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, A, there's always ways to get around these things. Like stock video was there for a reason. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I think it's easy to yeah tell yourself that you can't do it. But, you know, like you said, you can. I was, mm-hmm. that, that brings me to my next question, which was, if you had one piece of advice to give people who want to start repurposing, what would it be? I would say repurpose a piece of content that you really enjoyed creating. 
So like if you just record a podcast episode and you were like, oh my gosh, that was fire. I was on a roll. Repurpose that. Like don't go and repurpose a thing to where you're like, I put this out because I felt like I had to, like I made it. So I went ahead and posted it or like I recorded that podcast. I wasn't really feeling it that day, but I still posted it. Like don't repurpose that because that's not going to be fun. You're not going to like it. It's going to be awful. Like go back through your stuff or if you're repurposing from new, Whatever you like felt fire, you were on your shit, you were on your game, repurpose that piece of content and go from there because that's just going to be a lot more enjoyable. You're going to have so many more ideas flow through you. And I mean, same with just, you know, content creation in general. It's so much more fun to sit down and create a piece of content that you are really passionate about versus something that like everyone else has been saying this. So I feel like I should post this too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it, it shows, doesn't it? It's so, it's just obvious when you are lit up by something and it's like infectious that other people just like, they gravitate towards it. So yeah, I think if yeah. you're creating content from a place of this is fun for me, then it's more likely to be a well-received piece of content, I think. Yeah, 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 100%. So the final question I have, which is a question that I will be asking everyone on the podcast is what is lighting you up most in this season of life and business? Oh, okay. I'd say in business, kind of similar to what we were talking about at the beginning before we started recording was I'm also going through like a big overhaul in my systems, in my operations. I've like re- been redoing my Dubsado for the past, I don't know, I'd say like three, four months. And every time I'm like, okay, I think I can be done. Then I'm like, okay, no, now I have this other idea. I have something else I want to do. So I would say like inside of my business, I'm definitely in a system of like refinement, going through things, updating things, trying to make things better. And I'm learning that I think maybe that's like something that never stops. Like you were just always <laughs> doing that in business. So yeah. I'm the period of refinement like, seems to just be a continual cycle of refinement. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, because then once I fixed one thing, I'm like, hmm how can I make this thing better? And so that's that. But in life, I'm excited. I have, I just booked for my my mom to come and visit me here in Germany. She's never been out of the country, never been here to Europe at all. So I'm very excited to be having a family member come, come see where I'm at and get to show them around Europe because, yeah, so I'm like very excited for travel. So when I'm not on my computer right now doing work, I'm my six to nine in the evening is booking flights and booking travel and (laughs) doing all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Wow, that sounds amazing. Germany is gorgeous. So I I really hope that she has an amazing time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. She's going to be here for like almost two weeks. So that's not very typical for an American to be able to take two weeks off of off of their jobs. Yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm determined to make it very worth the while. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It was so good chatting with you. Yes, That's you too. Thank you. people find you? Yeah, so I'm showing up on Instagram. That's my main platform where I'm at. So I'm over there, Anna Schild VA. I'm over on different social media platforms as well. If, you know, TikTok or YouTube or something like that is more more your style. But I started a podcast recently myself. So I've been dipping my toes into my own podcast creation world. So that's called content and chill. And I'm just talking all things content, business, whatever, whatever I feel like talking about at the moment. But yeah, that's where I'm 
where I'm mostly hanging out if someone someone wants to chat, be friends, because yeah, I'm also always looking for friends here in the online community. Amazing. Well, thank you again. And yeah, I hope that your mom has the best time in Germany. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to this podcast episode all the way to the end. I truly appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to encourage you to leave a review as this helps us grow and reach more like-minded individuals. Plus, if you have feedback, episode ideas, or questions, or would just like to connect further, please find me on Instagram at the Thrill Creative Studio, shoot me a DM, and let me know you're listening. Until next time, friend, I'm cheering you on.